This podcast is brought to you by Blackbee Ministries International. To find out more, visit blackbee.org. Welcome to the Richard Blackbee Leadership Podcast. We're so glad you're tuning in today, helping take our leadership to the next level. We have Dr. Richard Blackbee in studio. Well, thanks to be with you, Sam. You know, I, I have to say, it's always a pleasure to host you here on your own podcast. And, and, and your, your hair is looking great today, I, I will say. I noticed you, you've been to the barber. I have. I, and, I don't uh, get, it's hard to get a free day to do that when I'm in town, so I to just hack it off. So well, I'm, you know, I, like I always say, it's, it's good to be positive and, <laughs> yeah. and to treat people oh, nicely. And, and yeah. uh, you know, I, I could have said yeah, a lot of you, negative you things about you today. That's right. But I, I chose not to. Uh, well, I, and I commend you for that. And that reminds me, actually, of a story I heard one time. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> of, a, of a widow that was grieving the loss of her husband and uh, and mm. uh, people were saying it's really tragic you know when he was really fighting for his life there the doctors were trying to discover uh, what his blood type was and nobody could find out and he died before he could get a, a transfusion and uh, the, the but the wife the grieving widow uh, just always held close to her the final words that he said as he was passing was be positive <laughs> <laughs> so um mm, so that's kind of possible. what we want to talk about today thanks sam for setting me up on that but um uh, be, i guess you're welcome <laughs> be, i guess I, i'm the one to blame for that so i'll i'll uh, uh but you know we and we've talked about this uh before but i think it's always good just to circle around to say uh as my dad always said there's it, with just about everything that you talk about, there's a positive way to say it and a negative way to say it. And as a leader, I think you just need as much as you possibly can to always opt for the positive way. And what I've seen, and I, I'll see this in myself at times too. I'm not trying to say I'm, and you know this, when we talk about stuff in the podcast, it's not that I'm just the perfect expert, but just observing and, and we're journeying in leadership, trying to improve and and so there's times where if I audit what I'm saying, I'll realize I perhaps have kind of slid into a, a slump of, of negativity. And mm-hmm. not always just woe is me, but, uh, but, I, but I have been maybe opting for just saying things a bit more negatively. Having a critical spirit, those sort of things. Yeah, and, and sometimes it's just, uh, for instance, um, you know, there, there's... There, uh, there's, if you're talking to your staff, if you're talking to your congregation, you're talking to your leadership team, uh, you can inspire them by seeing the positive, saying things in a positive way. That, it does, and what I, what I mean by that, too, is it doesn't mean that you're not addressing problems. It, it doesn't mean that you, you, never, you never talk about things that are difficult. It's just that you talk about them in a positive way. So you address problems, you address issues, you address difficulties, but you approach them in a positive way. Uh, and, and there's a huge difference. Uh, and and I, I hear people now and then, and, and oftentimes it's a warning sign to me for a leader, when they start to just uh, say everything with a negative bent. I, you know, it's interesting, I was reading in John 3, uh, and you remember John three sixteen, of course, is probably the most famous verse in the Bible, about God so loved the world in this way and so on. But verse 17 has always kind of been interesting to me for it because it says, 
Remember, the, the end of verse 16 says, so that you know, everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Uh, but then verse 17 says, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Uh, and of course, the, the verse right before that talks about not perishing. So you know that the stakes are high. Mm-hmm. And yet Jesus turns around, though, and he, and he puts it in a very positive way. Because, of course, if you reject Jesus, there's going to be consequences. But, right. but what he says is this whole thing, this whole gospel, is not so that people can be condemned and found wanting. Uh, the whole purpose of God is very positive. It's so that anyone who believes can be saved. Of course, there's always a negative and a positive way to see that. Sure. If you reject it, then you're not going to be saved. But, uh, but, and so you could have said, God, Jesus has come so that all those who reject him can get their just reward. Uh, but he doesn't do that. He mm-hmm. says, I've come so that people can be saved. Uh, people can have free gift of salvation. Uh, that's a very positive way of saying the same thing. And so, uh, and so I want to just talk a bit about that because there's a lot of different ways where even just the way you say something, you can, you, you can uh, take the wind out of your volunteers or your staff, or your congregation, or you can breathe uh, life in. So, uh, so for instance, maybe, I mean, I, let me just give you some just practical examples. Maybe you've needed 10 people to volunteer in, for something. I, I need 10 volunteers. And a week later, you've, you've got six. So you've fallen short. You were really hoping that you'd fill all 10 spots and that would be taken care of. So now you got to, how do you report that? Do you say, hey, folks, uh, we, I, last week we announced we needed 10 volunteers. We only had six. Only six of you signed up. We needed 10. Uh, and so now you maybe put them on a guilt trip. Instead of saying, folks, last week I told you we were looking for 10 volunteers. We've already got six signed up. Uh, and I really appreciate those who stepped up, and you, you folks are just always been so good at that. And I, I'm, I'm absolutely confident we'll get the other four. Uh, o- only won. four spots left. Only four spots left. Yeah, we last week there were ten. Now we're down to only four. But you see the difference. Some people are yeah. frustrated and, and zeroing in on the fact that four people they they, they, they fell short of the goal. Uh, and sometimes you know that happens often with goals. We we've got a goal to raise so much money. We've got a goal to sell so many products. Uh, we've got, you know, we got a goal to raise so much funds for this building project, uh, and we're only halfway there. And it's kind of like the glass half full, half empty. Do we say we still got a long ways to go? We still got hundreds of thousands of dollars that we need to account for? Or do we say, hey, folks, we just passed the halfway mark. Uh, we're making progress. We, we've got over half of it in now. And I see this all the time where... Uh, some people just choose to celebrate the positive and others just can't help but kind of highlight where we've fallen short, where we failed at this point. Mm. And I don't think that they necessarily see the impact it has on their people. If you are routinely following a leader who always tends to highlight the negative, it, you're going to have a demoralized, uninspired group of people. Uh, and if you follow someone that is always excited about the positive that's happening. They, they're not saying it's all done yet. They're not saying the work is over. Uh, they, 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 they're, they, they see reality, but what they're celebrating is um, the progress that's been made so far. And mm-hmm. if you've ever had to follow someone, you, you know which kind of person you want to follow. I've, I've shared before, but I, I, I had someone, when I went to a seminary, the, the school was 
quite down in a lot of different ways, uh, needing a lot of help. And so I, I'm just reporting all the exciting things that I feel like God is doing. And I, every time God provided, it wasn't like things were perfect by any means, but uh, there were certain things God was doing and some progress we were making here and there. And I actually had one person say, Richard, I think your, your favorite word in your vocabulary is the word excited. You use it in every report, <laughs> every announcement, every memo. And I said, well, I am excited. I, I'm excited about the progress we're making. And uh, because I was trying to, not just for me to look at the positive, but for, to help everybody else. And of course, that's why if you're a leader, it's so important the perspective you take, because it's in a sense, uh, it's been said, you, the leader focuses the projector. He Where he decides to focus is where his people are going to tend to focus. Yeah. And so if you want to, keep on reminding everybody that you guys have still fallen far short of the goal, well, that's that's just not inspiring. It's not motivating. Well, and I don't think, I mean, I think people are, are very much aware of, you know, like if, if you haven't met a goal, I think everybody knows that. Yeah. You know, and, and I think because of sort of humanity's negativity bias, like we, we don't need to be reminded that, that we have fallen short of something. And so, I, like you say, I think it's, it is important to to highlight the the positive aspects of it because i think the people you're leading i would assume probably already have that negativity bias and are probably already feeling like well well we've only gone halfway or yeah. you know we're we're falling short in in this direction but yeah. but there is that impulse i think in 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 everyone to to highlight the negative aspect of it because i and i think it's for a good you know they're motivated by good reasons because they want to achieve. But like you say, it is it's better to highlight the positive because yeah, that can, inspires. It's that frustrating if maybe it's taking longer than you hoped for, and you 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 know there's people there that could have given, that could have bought, that could have volunteered, and they haven't yet. And so you that they can get in your head. Yeah. Uh, but if you're not careful, you're going to start spinning out a negative influence on folks and. Uh, and so, you know, you're running a company and you, you sales need to increase and they're, they're not at the level yet that they really need to be. But there is a slight increase. There is a, at least a trend in the right direction, if ever so slight. And uh, sometimes just celebrating that, that slight increase, that at least we're in the positive here. We, you know, I, when I went to a small church, uh, and I'm not saying that you have to necessarily do this, but um, even after I'd been there a year or so, uh, the giving was, we weren't setting any records. Uh, our numbers were not spectacular yet, but the numbers were, were all better than they had been the year before. Mm -hmm. And so, so I, and we had a bulletin back then, but we would list attendance and giving as it was last week. And then I started having us listed from the year before. Well, well, yeah, we didn't have a massive crowd last Sunday, but Hey, it was, about 20% higher than it was the year before. We're running 20% higher. And all of a sudden, if, you, if all you saw is what's there at the moment, you might think, well, it's still not that big of a crowd. But but I wanted people to know, but it's bigger than it was. Yeah, we're it's setting that progress. perspective. Yeah. Um, and so, and I've had people say, I remember we had we set a record, and well, I had been there, the, the most people that we had had. And I'm celebrating that. And of course, I had a woman that had to come and tell me she remembered years and years ago when 
they had a bigger crowd than that uh, before the church had slid into a perpetual decline, freefall. And I'm her numbers were a little inflated, I discovered, but uh, <laughs> but I wanted to say, well, yeah, we this church has been in a ten year long freefall, but I'll tell you what, compared to last year or the year before that, this is the best we've done in years. And so I'm going to focus on that, not where we were fifteen years ago, but compared to the last two or three years, compared to when I first walked in these doors, uh, it's positive. So you kind of set the stage of this is what we're going to measure. This is what we're going to celebrate. This is what we're going to focus on. Yeah. And, uh, and I, you know, I've, I've used uh, some examples in various settings uh, before, but, but for instance, if you go to a, a church, maybe it's in the summer doldrums and there's a lot of people away. And so you'll have maybe uh, someone making the announcements or the pastor and they'll say, well, we have a lot of people away today. The first thing they may say is, we got a lot of our regulars that are out of town or on vacation this week. And, and I know you kind of want to just let people know if you're visiting that yeah. normally we're not this low. We, we normally have a few more than this. But of course, if you're there in the room and what you're hearing about is all the people who aren't there, uh, another way of saying it is, hey, I know that uh, our church family needs to get some vacation time and I know you need to get away and rest. We're so glad that for those who've been able to, but hey, I'm just really glad that you're here today. And thank you for coming today, because I just know you're here, I'm here, God's here. This could be an awesome day. Let's let's just hold your hats and see what God does today. But but sometimes I I hear people that all their focus and what they bring attention to is who's not there. Hmm. And I would say that doesn't do any good to point out that a lot of people are away today. Instead, highlight, yeah. celebrate the ones who made it. Maybe they just didn't have enough money to go on vacation this summer, but they're there, and so make them feel special. Make make them not feel like you just wish that the the others were there too. Uh, and I, I hear that a lot, and I just think, well, okay, that person just put a downer on the room. Uh, they got up, and they could have helped everybody be excited about being there. Instead, we all are reminded of the fact that there's a whole lot of people away. Uh, that that doesn't that doesn't encourage anybody, but uh, but kind of a negative. Paul just kind of goes out over the congregation. And yeah. so I, my, my thought was, if I have a chance to speak in public or even just one-on-one with someone, uh, how can I say something in a positive way? And of course, there's some classics that if you're a pastor, you know, and if you, I, especially pastors, if, you, if your church does something like a response time, an altar call or something, you know, there's some famous ones. Uh, and I used to struggle with all these when I was in a little church that was struggling and didn't have a lot of people. Uh, if I if we had an altar call, I would I might say something like, uh, "God may have spoken to you today," and of course, that's really kind of a neg- that's that's assuming maybe God didn't speak to a bunch of people. And so mm. I would say, "No, God has spoken. God has spoken today. I I sought a word from God. I faithfully preached His word as best I could, and God says His word never returns to Him empty or void." And so. I know he's spoken today. And, and, but then I would say, and some of you might want to respond. And again, God had to say, no, say, I know you, you're my people. I know you have a heart that desires to respond to God. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean everybody's going to walk the aisle, but, I, but don't say you might, uh, you, you know, that you may. Uh, there might be someone in this whole room that actually got something out of what I just spent 40 <laughs> minutes talking about. Yeah. Uh, 
say things in a positive way. Um, and, uh, and, then you, and then I would say something like, you might want to respond. <laughs> and I'd, I would say, well, no, you, you, you're going to want to respond. You love Jesus. You, now, that, again, that doesn't mean you have to walk down the aisle. Uh, you may want to bow your head and pray, but you're going you're gonna to wa- make a commitment even where you're standing right now uh, to live differently this week. But however you respond, I know in your heart that's what you want to do. Well, it's amazing if you start speaking positively how people tend to respond uh, more positively to what you said. Uh, and so even things like, we're going to have a special uh, men's breakfast uh, next Saturday. I, I really hope that uh, I hope that you'll you're going to come. I I know a lot of people are busy, and I know that Saturday's kind of you know you have a lot of chores to do. But we're really hoping that we'll I'll have a good turnout. Well, that just sound, that sounds negative. Uh, is there a way to say, hey, we're, folks, we're working really hard to make this very worth your while to get out of bed and come on on a Saturday morning? And I'm really excited. I've I've heard about what they're cooking for breakfast, and I. We've got a really outstanding program, and I can't wait for you to be blessed by what's going to happen. There's a world of difference between, yeah. you know, last time we didn't have that great of a response, so we're really hoping that there'll, there'll be more yeah. people will come next time. I know it's earlier than you normally get up and uh, yeah, make the effort. Uh, and so, you know, just... Um, Turning it to a positive instead of a negative, uh, and we—I've talked a bit about this before, but I, of course, you haven't mentioned yet. But you know, hockey season is about to start. It's oh, a, that's right. It is starting, but the actual season starts uh, here right away. It must have slipped my mind. <laughs> and uh, but I'm reminded again, of course, of the Buffalo Sabers. Thanks for bringing that up. Oh right, uh, yeah, the Sabers. But, uh, but you know, a couple of years ago, there was a different coach, and they had two players in particular that got kind of in the doghouse because they weren't playing defense the way that this coach wanted them to. Mm -hmm. And what he did is he basically got in their heads and made them afraid to fail, made them afraid to make a mistake. And so they were playing to not make a mistake. Well, eventually that that coach got fired. They hired a different coach, and he he completely reversed things and turned it on a positive bent to say, I I want you to play to succeed. Don't play not to fail. Mm -hmm. Play to succeed. Well, those two players have banner years. Uh, they they had record points and record successes, um, and it's all a matter of what you help people focus on. If you put fear into them, we don't fail, don't mess this up, uh, don't disappoint me. Well, that's a very negative way, and it doesn't it does not inspire people to reach new heights. Well, and I'll commend you too for, for putting such a positive spin on, <laughs> on the Buffalo on the Buffalo Sabres. Like that was, that was pretty remarkable. Well, you know, I'll have I, to say that's a, that's a special unique skill, uh, to, to, to be able you know, to do I, that. Well, I, I, that's a, well, you know, that's a gift. You've, had, had, so, lots of you've had so many decades half of, of I've had being able a century to, of practicing that. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe just one or two last things, just, Again, learn to celebrate successes and small wins, because uh, mm-hmm. you're going to probably have a lot more small wins and big wins. Uh, they're just that's just they're more common. Uh, but don't wait until you get the whole goal accomplished, until you get the big big picture all finished, the whole building project done before you celebrate. Uh, learn to celebrate along the way. Yeah, uh, celebrate the small steps, the the small wins and victories. Uh, the little accomplished the, the, the contributions that people made that you can thank and highlight, uh, because leadership in in large part is about building momentum. 
uh, and momentum, once you build it, uh, can become very powerful and it can mm-hmm. keep on going. But the but you can't, one speech doesn't necessarily, one PowerPoint presentation doesn't necessarily build momentum. Right. That requires uh, day in and day out, week after week of of celebrating positive gains, celebrating advances here and there, little victories here and there, and you keep celebrating it and affirming people and giving recognition and thanks uh, to those people for what they're doing. Instead of highlighting the people that aren't doing anything, celebrate the ones who are. And I've, I've always felt like that was unfair when maybe in a church or something and the pastor is frustrated with those who aren't coming to the the meeting and they're not volunteering or they're not giving. Uh, and, and then he has very little thanks and praise for those who are. Uh, I would say just don't. And, and of course, we've talked about this too, but like instead of listening to the many people and focusing on the ones who really appreciate your leadership, you're, you're you know, fixated on the handful of critics, uh, the negative ones. And uh, and I think that w- that's a classic example where if you don't stay positive, uh, it can it, it can sink you uh, because yeah. you get sunk by obsessing over the negative, whether it's the, the opponent, the criticism. Uh, and so I I want to try to always look to the positive. And again, it doesn't mean you're you're denying reality. Uh, I think there's a way to stare problems right in the face but then take a positive approach to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we still have a big debt that we've got to pay off, but hey, we knocked off uh, you know, almost uh, 5% of it last year. We, we owe 5% less than we did last year. That, and, we're, and boy, I tell you, at the end of the year, we were, it was getting stronger. I think this year we'll even knock off more. And well, that's, it doesn't deny the fact you've got a debt to, to pay off, but you're, you're highlighting that there are trends and things that certainly are positive, and we want to celebrate that and pray that it gets even more positive in the year to come. And so I think a lot of this comes down to your view of the future, because leaders are always looking for people to sign on to go with them. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether you're a pastor, you're running a company, whether you're trying to build a, a talented leadership team. And people have got to ask, uh, why would I follow this leader? And if you're just if it's just a simple question of, well, who pays the most money? That's one uh, one issue. But uh, when people are investing their life, they want to go to positive places. Uh, they they want to be a part of something that is positive. And if all they ever hear about is where you've, everyone's still falling short, uh, where we're, we haven't arrived yet at the destination, well, then people are going to say, do I really want to invest the next 25 years of my career in a place where 25 years later, you still, all we ever heard about was where we fell short, where mm-hmm. we didn't do what, what they, they thought that we should do. And, uh, and maybe just one last thing to say about that is just, uh, I think again, that's why you need to have a sense of humor because, uh, humor can put a positive spin on something, even when maybe it's not all positive. Yeah. Uh, of course, most things aren't entirely positive. I, I remember, uh, when I came uh, to be the pastor of this little church, um, they, they had been in decline for a number of years. And so it was kind of like a ghost town compared to what it used to be. And so at, at a certain point, and I don't, I don't necessarily encourage people to do this. I don't know if I would do this now, but, but uh, we, we had kind of a high attendance day just to try to see. If, and all we're really trying to do is try to see if all of our, the people we have now showed up on a given Sunday, how many people would we actually have? 
And so we just kind of encourage everybody to come. You can, you can invite friends, obviously, but mostly we just want to see all, how many people do we have because you never really see them on a typical Sunday. There's always people that aren't there. So, so But I, what I did is I, I, I gave them a challenge. I said, okay, here's the goal, what we're trying to shoot for. It, it would be by far the most people that we had had since I had been there as pastor. And I said, if we, if we make the goal, um, then I will, I will sing a solo as the pastor. And of course, anyone who knows my singing ability knows that would be quite a sight. It would be quite uh, embarrassing for me. And so... Um, yeah, now, is that is that a positive? Yeah, I was saying... Or is well, that a... I, I, yeah, well, that's a lot of people debated that. Yeah. Uh, and so what happened was we ended up falling just short. We didn't quite make the goal. And of course, so I could be disappointed. Um, I could... Relieved, I could, yeah. I, well, I was relieved. I, I definitely did not want to sing, and I have to this day never had to sing uh, a solo in front of people. But uh, but it came close. We came awfully close, and and th- we had more people there on that on that Sunday than we'd ever had anyway. We did set a record. It just mm-hmm. wasn't the goal that we had. We almost made it, and um, and so we had one of my deacons actually was laughing afterward and he told and and I I kind of shared this with all the people. He had said, "Yeah, I was kind of standing there in the parking lot. I thought, do I make sure I come in and try to help us get the goal or do I stay out in the parking lot and save the congregation from having to hear Richard sing?" And uh and so, you know, it be so when I shared that in the end, I said, "Well, I've got good news and bad news." You know, the 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 bad news is we didn't quite make our goal, but the good news is I want to end on a positive note. That means you don't have to hear me sing. Mm-hmm. And uh and so it it ended I mean, so number one, we it was a it was a great win for us. Uh, in that we we did increase our attendance, but 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 because I made it funny, we didn't focus on the fact we fell just a handful short. Uh, instead, it became something to laugh about and have fun with, and then to say next year uh, we're, we're going to blow right past that goal. Uh, and so, but I but I know other people that could take the same situation, and because they came just short. Uh, instead of celebrating all the sacrifice and all the effort and the work that went into that, they'd point out that we fell three or four people short or mm-hmm. something. And, and everybody kind of comes away and says, well, why did I work so hard and bring all, invite all my friends? And then all the pastor pointed out was that we failed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if you want to be the kind of leader that people love to follow, love to journey with, then be the kind of guy that uh, is constantly celebrating the advances here or there. Might be just baby steps sometimes, but you notice them, and you notice the people that take them, and you rejoice with them, and you thank them for what they're doing. And uh, and if you'll do that, you'll tend to start building momentum that in time is going to carry you a lot farther than if you just let everybody kind of know you were the expert on what went wrong, what fell short. Uh, don't be that. There's always critics that are experts at that. As a leader, you've got to be the expert in finding the positive. And whether it's big or small, uh, just keep on highlighting that for people. And you're going to build momentum over time that's going to take your organization a long ways. Well, thanks for the reminder, Richard, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If this is something you enjoyed, it really makes a difference if you leave a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. We always love hearing from our listeners, so email us at podcast at blackme.org.